just a little bit along the road, a little green mound may be observed from which a nice view can be obtained. And on it is a small piece of cannon taken from an American ship of war during the course of the 1812 British-American War and used to salute the arrival of the Hudson's Bay ships in days of old. Strumnus was the final port of call before crossing the Atlantic and they came to stock up on supplies and to draw water from Logan's Well, just as the ships had done since the 17th century. Sailors would enjoy their final leave before the long voyage norwest to the Hudson's Bay Company for trading posts. In Strumnus, the company would sign up recruits to be boatmen, labourers and tradesmen, offering twice the wage they could earn in Orkney. Some would be promoted to clerks and chief traders. Speaking about ships, we're not far away there from Logan's Well, are we? It was actually the centre of almost a little village. Uh, The house is now called Sunnyside in Norland. One a hotel, the other the custom house. And just a few yards further north was an alehouse kept by certain ancestors of my own. And then the old town hall. So that it was actually, you might say, the nucleus of the strum as we know today. Logan's Well supplied water to many ships calling here including Captain Cook's Discovery and Sir John Franklin's Arctic exploration vessels. Mrs. Logan ran an inn as well as running her late husband's shipping and whaling business. Logan's Inn was frequented by ship's officers. Mrs. Logan's eldest son, John, was an army sergeant and travelled to India. He became guardian to the 10-year-old Duleep Singh, deposed Maharaja of Punjab. Among the Maharaja's possessions catalogued by John Logan was India's greatest treasure, the Kuhanur Diamond. At that time, it was the largest known diamond in the world. It was presented to Queen Victoria and is now part of the Crown Jewels. John Logan was knighted for his devoted care of Duleep Singh. The Lighthouse Pier was once the northern base of the Lighthouse Commissioners. Two ships, the Pharos and the Pole Star, regularly berthed here as they maintained the local lighthouses and navigation buoys. I joined the Pole Star in 1970 as ordinary seaman and in 1974 I gained an AB certificate, that is an able-bodied seaman. From there, I left the lighthouse service and I went away to sea and I got my tickets and I returned about the 80s back on the Pole Star as junior second mate and worked my way up to master of the Pole Star. And I was very proud of that. The Pole Star was a northern lighthouse tender. She was multi-purpose. She was designed for doing reliefs, taking the lightkeepers on and off the rock. So every fortnight, we had to sail from Strumness to Sulskiri, back to Strumness with the old lightkeepers, and then off to the Flannan Islands. 
put the new ones ashore, I've left the old ones, dropped them off in Loch Rogue and back to Strumnes. The other job was all navigation boys and navigation aides. She also was a carrier of people. If we had officials, we had the accommodation aboard the ship that would suffice needs for them. And may I say it was very plush accommodation. Ramsey has two lighthouses, Hoy High and Hoy Low. They were built in 1851 and designed as leading lights. When brought into line, they would guide a safe passage into the harbour. Both were designed by Alan Stevenson, who succeeded his father, Robert, as engineer to the Northern Lighthouse Board. Famous visitors to the lighthouses include Lady Franklin and Alan Stevenson's nephew, Robert Louis Stevenson, author of Kidnapped and Treasure Island. Strumness had long catered for the needs of passing ships and ship repair and eventually developed a number of boatyards. The biggest was owned by John Stanger, and in 1856 they built the Royal Mail. She made the first regular crossing of the Pentland Firth, a service carried on by successive St Olas and now the Ham Niveau. The boatyard closed in 1924 and was later bought and converted into a house and studio by the Orcadian artist Stanley Cursiter. He was the keeper of the National Galleries of Scotland and the King's, and later to be the Queen's, painter and limner for Scotland, a position he held until his death. Along from the house, the Point of Ness is now home to a campsite, bowling green and golf clubhouse. And there is the golf course. There was a nine-hole course at Warburth, and the farm was up for sale, and Doddy, Doddy Robertson gathered some more businessmen in the town, they collected enough money to go to the, the auction sale, Aye. they bought the farm, and hence the golf course. In the late 19th and early 20th century, Strumness was at the centre of a herring boom. The Point of Ness was developed for landing and processing the silver darlings. For those six to eight weeks, the town saw a huge increase in its population. Oh, the herring freight come here in May. Five and six hundred boats here. And then there was ships load of salt, ships load of barrels. All along the piers was all barrels and stations and more skippering house at the far end of the town, north end. Oh, it was a busy place then, very busy. The dock here at Ness, shipbuilding, it was going all the time. And then the winter time, they were making barrels in there, the cooper. You'd hear the hammers going at four o'clock in the morning. It was just a busy place. My father used to tell me in his young days, you see, 150 years ago, when he went to herring fishing, on a Saturday night, he told me, there was that many people in Strumness. If you wanted to get to this end of the town, you had to go up one of the side streets and come around the back here. And how many girls came up for the Oh, it was hundreds of them. Hundreds. Was hundreds that from the Western Isles? Or? Everywhere, right for south and everywhere. And that was Strumness was busy in that day. They got a girl all along the edge of the pier. They got in the big trucks, they had to be down there, gotten. And that girl worked very hard for nothing. Many a time they cut their fingers. And the salt, oh, what a pain when the salt, when the salt got in the cuts and that, oh, what a pain they suffer, something terrible. 
Det bedste er lidt, og jeg siger kun godt seks det her inden en minut. Hun er sikkert, ja. Og det er gående. The house on Inner Home was once the home of Captain Henry Linklater, master of the Moravian mission bark, Harmony. For over 150 years, the mission ships sailed annually to Labrador, Canada with supplies for the Moravian brethren who operated mission stations for the Christian conversion of the Eskimo people. The mission's trading rights were later sold to the Hudson's Bay Company. The homes there was a fish curing station. I bought them ashore from the shore and carried them up the beach to the splitters. Yes. I worked in it for a summer. Can you help me to know where I go? The wind turbine is used by many people in Orkney to produce power, but it is the sea-based energy that may provide the next big industry here in Orkney. Strumness is home to the European Marine Energy Centre, pioneering development of these new technologies. With some of Europe's best wave and tidal resources, these islands may play host to a renewables revolution. Strumness has for centuries been a partner with the sea. From the Vikings using the sheltered bay of Hamnevo, to a recruitment centre for Hudson's Bay Company and whaling ships, and on to today's use of these waters for lobster and crab fishing and the harnessing of the sea as power in our homes. Strumness has been built on and by the sea. That's our journey finished. Don't forget to go back and have a look around the museum to find out more of all you've heard. My favourite thing in the museum is the big turtle on the wall. I wonder what yours will be. Swa' o' the sea soon's driechen to me, mang o' the wild gloops and the gews, and the sough o' the wind brings back to my mind the land where the wild heather grows. I'm dowy and way on this autumn day, while the humming creeps o'er the sea. And the evening is merkin when trows gang lilting or hillocks on ilka green lee. The night has come on, the daylight is gone, the lift is nude merk and cold. Nay stars can be seen where stars he once been, and the rude yows blit in the fog. While I lit to the waysome blit that comes out the moor to me, I'm thinking I stand near the game of all land in the deeps of eternity, in the deeps of eternity.